0: You're listening to the Sam Radio Football Show podcast.
1: ...quickly than before, so it's vital we act now. We must all stay at home. Only go out for essential reasons like exercise, if you need to care for someone or if you really can't work from home. Extended households remain in place. Only essential shops are open and you can now only meet one person from another household outdoors. It's essential we all play our part. Stay home, protect the NHS and save lives. For more information, visit gov.scot.com
2: Yes. Hello, and welcome to this Sam Radio Football Show, and um, we're here on a nice sunny day after a wintry week we had here—not in Scotland, but most parts of the UK as well. And like I said, hope everyone's been safe, and and foremost, you know, stay, you know, stay protecting the H- NHS and save lives. So, as I said, we let's get on the show and. Like I said, he's just come off of his Another football content An hour ago and Like I said I'd, He might be a disappointed Liverpool fan this week And joining us from Not far, far from here, where we are Here in Edinburgh, is Douglas Douglas Hall, good to hear from you uh,
0: Hello, Carl um, Yeah, I'm a busy guy at the moment As you can see from, obviously like YouTube, etc um, but uh, yeah I'm, I'm doing good uh, staying upbeat really uh, and uh, can't wait for the, the game of the weekend
2: yes absolutely and then we do have our other calls and Johnny is from Livingston Nick Salerno Nick good to see you yeah.
3: thanks good to see you both as well and um... Definitely very
2: chilly out there today. Oh, absolutely chilly. Yeah, I actually drove yesterday to the post office. It was the first time driving in this weather before in my life. So, listen, if you have a Jaguar, a Jaguar, which is a real drive, just be careful. Even I was careful, but yeah, I don't trust weather over years. So, you know, but yeah, right. Let's get into the show And we have to start off With last night um, Liverpool's Three Three and a half On e, beating run Came to an end Last night After losing 1-0 To Burnley um, Goal from Asher Burns From a penalty After he was fouled From Allison. And It's Bouncy first League winner At Anfield Since 1974 The last time Two hundred Two three years And two hundred seventy three days Since Christopher Palace Beat Liverpool 2-1 in April 2017 and Douglas, we'll come to you um, it was very lacklustre from Liverpool, the, the last four or five games, it's not been good enough for the job age.
0: Yeah, uh, first first of all, if Ian Wilkinson is listening, uh, well done I Absolutely. spoke to him last night Burnley. Um, yeah. yeah, it's just you know, the thing is, like I I said it, I said it last night in my match reaction, and you can obviously go and watch it if you know if if you want to. I I said that you know congratulations Burnley, you know I applauded them. They were resolute, resilient, and um, they never gave up. I mean the fact the fact is that we put twenty nine crosses into their box yesterday, and only one came off. And um, look, I mean all the headlines will be about Liverpool losing their unbeaten run at Anfield, but focus on Burnley focus on the fact that they've gone to Anfield defended Resolute they've, and I'm going to say this now Gareth Southgate if you're watching Nick Pope after last night should be the England number one at the Euros I will say that now do not go with Pickford Pope has been absolutely fantastic and look the penalty decision I'm not going to get over that it was a penalty you know it was definitely a penalty Allison brings him down um, and yeah look Burnley deserve their win congratulations to them but yeah for us it's it is a bit of a bit of a slumbering in right now
2: Nick um, Liverpool has not been great the last four or five games is this a worry now you know for them as well as it opens the top four completely for other clubs to get closer to Liverpool
3: yeah I think it's definitely a worry for Liverpool at the moment and. To to be honest, though, I I, I, I would say it's probably down to the fact that they've they've suffered quite a bit in terms of injuries this season. So I I think that's that's really impacted their form lately. And yeah, I feel it's really made it much more difficult for them to sort of pick up the points as they normally would.
2: Yeah, and as well as Nate, before Liverpool lost last Saturday, you know, looking at the stats, the last Wayne Wayne manages to win a. Anfield in the Premier League since Jurgen Klopp became manager, and Louis van Gaal was on it. Alan Pardew, Paul Clement, Sam Allardyce, and Sean Dice. they are the only five managers to win away at Anfield since Klopp was appointed five years, sixty, well, five and a half years ago. You know, is this surprising as to how this unbeaten run has ended at Anfield? That it's been their fortress as well mate, for the last three and a half years.
3: Yeah, it's a definitely, definitely very surprising, as you given they know very few managers have, have you know gone managed to go in and get such good results. Um so yeah, yeah, it's definitely not something I've seen i seen coming this season, I have to admit.
2: Douglas, and with with Liverpool being on the front, the issue with the front three, we know they're not score goals the last couple of games. Is this a worry now because not having Di or Yotta in there has had to reduce their impact in the game 100%
0: 100% Um, I think Diogo Jota has been a big big miss he gave Firmino a new lease of life Um, I think also the fact that not buying a centre back is going to cost us and look at the fights last season Man City didn't sign a centre back they had to play Fernandinho and Rodri uh, the, the heart of their defense. Look at what we've had to do. We've had to play Fabinho. And let's be honest, Fabinho has been absolutely fantastic this season. Um, and Jordan Henderson at the back. You know, if you don't buy if you don't buy centre backs, you're going to have to you're going to have to do that. So I think that's that's a big factor as well. But this is a weird season, and I said this last night. This is a very very weird season where we've got Covid You know, injuries to key players, and the players have been mentally and. Ex- they'll be mentally and physically exhausted as well it, it's going to take a lot on the players but that's that's no uh, that's no things to you know for excuses I'm not looking for excuses because um, you know it's been a magnificent run uh, you know in the last two three seasons we've been absolutely fantastic um, and it's only there's going to be a, a time where you know this team will, will end and you know maybe, maybe it is now but um to be within you know six points of Manchester United okay I know that you know Manchester United are going to be you know absolutely happy about us obviously losing our, our home record but the fact that we're still six points off the top with 19 games played is a testament to what Cop has done with this squad and the fact that we're still in with a chance you know we've still got we've still got a chance if we win if we go in a winning run then who knows but at this moment in time, with the amount of injuries that we've got, it's going to be very, very tricky. But uh, I, I'm still confident we can get at least second
2: or third. Absolutely, Nick. Uh, coming to you as we've with, with Liverpool losing last night, does Manchester United need to capitalise capitalise on this of trying to really push further in trying to win any title since? 2013, you know, so it's a huge opportunity for Manchester United, Nick, to try to keep their run of form going, isn't it?
3: Yeah, I, I think the pressure is definitely on us to keep that run of form going because, it, it, you know, it's probably, probably the best opportunity we're going to get when it comes to the league in the moment. So, yeah, I think it's absolutely vital, for, you know, for the team to, to keep the strong form going and to. Keep up with the good results, but I think it'll be very tough. You know, you know, especially considering you know that the, the, the Man, Manchester City seem to be on some something of a resurgence at the moment.
2: Yeah. Oh, we'll yeah.
3: and have that game in hand as well.
2: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And look at said. Look at let's let's say they level on points as well. So it's it's interesting. The will now need to you know. Three draws and two losses has not been good enough in the last five five games. And look at the top teams in form at the moment. Is the probably the team in the form outside of the top four is Everton and West Ham, which which are close to threat to try to get into those European places this season. So it's like I said, it's a bit of a shock what's going on in the season, and then I do not think Liverpool would struggle in January. That's not unexpected to completely and I think Douglas will agree with that one because it's, it's now about a the top four in your mind isn't it? It's
0: all about heading back and what a great place to do it at Old Trafford on Sunday but <clears throat> our record at Old Trafford in the FA Cup is absolutely woeful we haven't won since the 13th of January 1921 so 100 years ago so uh, it's, uh, it's going to be a very tricky game the last thing I think both sides need is extra time I'm going to say that now because if it goes 1-1 if it goes 2-2 3-3 you know whatever 0-0 whatever score it is Manchester United Liverpool do not need extra time
2: no absolutely not and, and I think Nick would you agree in that
3: Yeah, i, would, I would definitely agree
2: on that as as well. Um, yeah, is it, yeah, is, it's, a, it's yeah, yeah, I
3: definitely
2: agree. You don't need that extra thing. Yeah, it's a good point. If you go for it extra at a time, it's just going to be draining, I and mean, even the penalty shoot as well. So, like Douglas said, no have not one all traffic difficult since nineteen twenty one, which had, which is quite a long, long time over 100 years. So. Yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting with this one on yeah, Sundays games.
3: Yes, mm.
2: Yeah, it's interesting, it really is. But, like I said, Nick, Burnley played a while on Sunday. Would this give them, give them a huge boost of trying to finish in the mid-table this the season?
3: Yeah, I, I, so I think definitely, definitely, it's definitely going to work as a huge boost. Help them, them finished it. Uh, the team end of the season. And I think it's an opportunity that they'll really, you know, want to do their best to sort of jump on.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And looking at the start, Douglas Edison has the most crease each for the start of last season. Twenty six. Nick Pope is on twenty two. it yeah. shows
0: look I, look I think I think we have yeah, you, you have to say that the way that things are going right now I mean any anyone can win the league but obviously the big news about Man City is that LeBron is now out for four or six weeks which is an absolutely massive blow and especially with Sergio Aguero contacting coronavirus as well um, and Jamie Vardy's out for you know a couple of I think it's a month now for for Leicester so goodness me my fantasy football team has been sort of you know stretched because I've got Vardy um, I used to have De Bruyne but I got rid of him um, so <clears throat> you know that it, Manchester United need to capitalise and I think can they well that's another matter and I think the only man that can do that is Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Um it's about who he picks but this is their best chance to win the Premier League this season I'm I'm going to say that now this is their best chance to win the Premier League Um, but they do have a tough game coming up at the weekend Um, obviously they've got I think they've got Arsenal they've got Sheffield United and they have Arsenal who beat them home and away um, last season as well and, and beat them away this season as well so tough tough games but Manchester United to be unbeaten in a year away from home um, you know I know the, I know the Manchester United's uh, fan base and I know Nick will, will, will speak to me about this as well their fan base has been divided but some of their fans have been all in all out now the fact that Poch has gone to, to PSG it's now swiftly turned back on Solskjaer so the pressure will be definitely mounted up but Manchester United's best chance of ending their seven year um hiatus without a title, this
2: is their best chance. Nick, do you agree on that? Is this is a best chance for Ali to win the Premier League because like I said, the pressure's off on him now since Potchini has gone to PG. Do you agree with, with, with Doug, Douglas' sentiments?
3: Uh, yeah, I'll definitely give Douglas sentiments there because as I said, you know, it's probably the best opportunity they're you know they're gonna get so um so, yeah, I think, like you say, it's definitely a different opportunity and they really need to jump you know, to jump in there well with a the chance.
2: Yeah, 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 absolutely. Well, take a shot, boy. We will need to talk about the future of Real Madrid. He's in his future is on the line. We will read more on the comments from Dean Balgay on the BBC Sport. But coming up next, we do have some news as we always do here on a friday and i've picked up some good ones for this week as well so coming up next it is stromer alliance on dance don't go anywhere
4: all love- right
3: Qui dit taf te dit les thunes, qui dit argent dit dépenses, qui dit crédit dit créance. qui dit dette te dit huissier, lui dit assis dans la merde, qui dit amour dit les gosses, dit toujours et dit divorce, et qui dit proche te dit deuil, car les problèmes ne viennent pas seuls, qui dit crise te dit monde, qui dit famille, dit tiers monde, et qui dit fatigue dit réveil, encore sûr de la veille, alors on sort pour oublier.
2: Dance time is now coming up to tw- 20 past three here. Um, we need to talk about Real Madrid. We've they've had an embarrassing week, you know, the loss to in a of the Copa WA in the last fair two by third division Alcoa on Wednesday. <sighs> Newspaper AIS I, I called it one of the most embarrassing pages of Real's history. Um, Douglas, this is a huge worry now for Real Madrid and the board, they'll have to look at. They might want to have to replace it, place the divan in the summer. Is this a huge, huge worry now for the for the lost Blancos? Wow. I mean, who, who was it? Alucano. Alucano.
0: Yeah, on Wednesday. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, you know,
2: Bayern went out it's uh, like a. Uh...
0: You know, a, a, a third-tier German side, and that was called their worst defeat in about 20 years. Um, Real Madrid. I mean, look, the fact the fact is that Atletico Madrid are taking advantage what well, Real Madrid and Barcelona are all doing, and that is winning consistently. Yeah, I know that. You know, Atletico Madrid. You know, played against Ibar last night, and Ibar's goalkeeper scored a penalty as well, which is. Crazy, and you know, I, I, I get I, I can get the memes as well. Although, that's not the funniest memes though, of the week. If, if anyone has seen the Bernie Sanders, yeah, memes, I mean, they're, they're just far, far too funny. Still game
2: maybe laugh, to city, maybe laugh when I told Helen, Helen about that. I was she was laughing as well.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, but, um, no, Real Madrid are in dire straits, I would say. And actually the funny thing is, you could actually say the same uh about Barcelona as well. They're in dire straits as well. I mean they they lost um you know, three two to I think Bilbao Messi got his first red card of his career. Um and the thing is, I think Madrid have taken advantage. So you'd have to say that Atlanta Madrid are definitely the favourites to win La Liga now.
2: Yeah, absolutely Nick no, um is this a worry for Zizou at the moment? Because they are really well, six points, well, four points behind. Well, now seven points behind Athletic Madrid. And um, does Florentino Perez has faith is in, in Zizou? If he does, why did he not come out to back him?
3: Oh yeah, certainly I worry for you know seven points behind there. Um. Yeah, their form just really hasn't been consistent at all this season, and yeah, I think like you say, if they can't get back into it, I think definitely they probably will. Need, you know, need to make some make make some serious changes to the team. Well, this is what well, oh uh, yeah, 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 I've also got to agree with God. Opposite, I because I've also got to agree with it was crazy to see that a uh, goalkeeper score from the from that uh, penalty. as Douglas saying and. and
2: <laughs> yeah, well, it's really not funny what's going on in Madrid and Douglas as well. The squad is aging and you know, there's the future of Sergio Ramos, Willie will sign new contract, you got Benzema and the ages, Yovitrice is gone on alone. The team's in dire straits because Martin Olga is close to joining Arsenal, he's been linked with the move to Arsenal as well as Real such a What what does Real Madrid need to do?
0: Well, I mean, first off, um, Sergio Ramos is staying. There's no there's no denying that. Uh, I, I think the, thing, the fact that people are linking him with Manchester United, I think he's going to get another pay rise, in all honesty. Um, the other thing, Aldegarde to, to Arsenal, I think it's a fantastic signing, but that's not the weirdest transfer of the, the January transfer window so far. Matt Ryan from Brighton to Arsenal. I mean... I, I, I'll get I'll get Nick's I'll get Nick's take on that. Matt Ryan Arsenal. What do you make about that, Nick?
3: Definitely a very strange one there. Um, especially in your know, since I've got a perfect a, a perfectly uh, good goalkeeper in Bernd Leno. But yeah, yeah, Matt Ryan's Arsenal. Definitely, different, different one that, uh, that that's a I have to serious Surprised you know. Well, is this? Carl, what do you What do you think about that?
2: Well, this is the thing because I'm going to come to that. Is this a cover? Because you told me, Douglas, earlier this week there were some rules with their new goalkeeper. I think it was their Danish goalkeeper that has had issues and problems. And and like I said, Matt White is not mm-hmm. not being playing as much. He's been dropped from the starting eleven. Brian Graham Potter, you know, is trusting his other goalkeeper. You know, Sol Sanchez, who's done tremendous. It's just, it's surprising this move has happened, and I think. Maybe Maraton who I experienced at Valencia at a top six club, you know, well Valencia is, is looking having a bad year so we can't say nothing more about, about that. But it's a tough one and I think it's a weird transfer move. But if he's gonna get any game time and compete with better and then so be it. It should it should work in his favour. But if it's just for covering it and not playing much, then I don't see the point of it, quite honestly. Yeah. It's a very
0: weird signing and I think the fact is that he was he was you know homesick and missing his family in Australia you know this move has kind of come out of absolutely nowhere I mean I I mean Arsenal need the goalkeeper fair enough but I didn't think they would get Brighton's what is it third choice goalkeeper third choice right because yeah. obviously they got Robert Sanchez he, Sanchez Sanchez to be fair has been a very good goalkeeper for Brighton I'm not going to not going to lie about that and then obviously they've got um, Button uh, as well who let's be honest 90 minutes he's he's absolutely rubbish but when it comes to penalties he's so good so you know Button will probably be in goal again for uh, for Brighton at the weekend against Blackpool as well I know we're coming to the FA Cup anyway but um, yeah I think look Arsenal they're making some good moves in this and I think looking at it Mesut is going he's away to find a batch they're getting I think uh, Socrates, I think he's gone uh, yeah. you know uh, terminate his contract so the fact that they're getting Ryan the fact that they're getting Odegaard it, it's a step in the right direction for Arsenal they're getting rid of the Deadwood they're bringing in players to replace them I like what they're doing at Arsenal
2: Nick do you agree with Douglas com- comments on that one?
3: Yeah definitely Douglas's comments here. um I think it's. I think it's. You know, a different move in the right direction for Arsenal. Like, to clear out that deadwood and to sort of, you know, start again by, you know, having that having a proper overhaul there in terms of uh, bringing players in.
2: You know that Miko, trust, yeah, because that is what he's what he want to do. I think he's called it out. He must have thought, uh, let let me give it a see here, see where this squad is. If I'm not happy with it. I will get rid of him. And I think... They're getting lot of waste... Money... Back... From Ozul With his... Earning... Nearly 350 grand... A week... You know... So... It does make sense... And so... He's not playing much... Alright... And I think... Like I said... I sort of go in the right direction... With these moves... And I think Matt Ratton... Will be a good move... I think if he... Does get game times... I think he will be good... I think he will be really good... So... I don't think there's nothing to worry about that to quite honestly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely um, so more transfer news and Douglas and, and I know like I said Liverpool do need to look for centre back as well but Klopp has come out not too long ago and uh, he says he cannot spend the money and he's he's very frustrated with the club not strengthening the squad is that a bit of a worry now, Douglas?
0: Yeah, I would say so. Um, we've been needing to strengthen for a wee while now. I think I think the fact that he... No, we brought in Jota, we brought in Shumikas, and we brought in Thiago. I mean, that's not enough. I mean, we needed a centre-back. The, the fact that we haven't replaced Dejan Lovren is going to come back and cost us massively. Um, but... I mean, have you seen our next seven fixtures or or I think it's six fixtures? It's like, um, obviously Manchester United away, Tottenham away, West Ham away, Brighton at home, Manchester City at home, Leicester away, Leipzig away. Yeah. So it's a tough run. And then after that, we've got Everton as well. So if if we're still in the title race by then, Colts are genius.
2: Mm, mm. Nick. Other news in the Chelsea is Christian Eriksen. You know he's trying to get a move away from Inter M- Milan, and um, we know that Leicester have walked away from the Eriksen deal. Is this? But Spur- he's been linked with a move back to Spurs. And loan, would this be the right move? Because we know Gareth Bale is form. He's only played one Premier League game. Do you? Would you swap Bale for Eriksen? You know, at this moment.
3: Yeah, I'd strongly consider it to be honest because because um, uh, I feel like, you know Spurs really brought the best out in Christian Eriksen and um yeah like you say you know Bell's form it just hasn't been the same as it once was since returning so yeah I, I think it would make perfect sense to swap Bell for Eriksen at this point.
2: Would you see Douglas? Would you see Bell go back to Real, Real Madrid, where pretty much it's in desperation mode at the moment? Oh, do you still keep him at Spurs? But he won't play as much.
0: I think he'll start at the weekend against welcome uh, I don't see, I don't see why they would let him go just now. Um, obviously, it's not worked out for him. Um, you know, it was one of those moves where it was one of those moves where you would have to say that it looked looked good when it was coming, but it's. It's a shame really. It is a shame. I would I would actually say also that you know, Regalons has been a fantastic sign for Spurs. Um, you know, there's still talk about you know Alley potentially moving on. Um, I did read that they might be going for Christian Eriksen again, which would yeah,
2: be that interesting. Just um mm-hmm.
0: but who knows? Who knows? Um, I can see Bale starting this weekend though against Wickham.
2: Yeah, no doubt about it. and one of the moves Douglas and you might you know and I know Liverpool is being stressed for a def- defender but we are hearing news from Bayern Munich from last night Bayern are really favourites to sign dire upper from Leipzig if he goes to Bayern Douglas who do you go for because it sounds like Liverpool are really trying to wait for his you know with his release clause kicks in the summer but now this is the buying good game snapping him in the end
0: the problem with that the problem with this is that you you have to say that looking at the way that Bayern Munich do their business um, they're the best at it so you know up in McConnell, I mean he's been linked with Bayern he's been linked with PSG he's been linked with Man United Liverpool I think Chelsea have been linked with them as well so you have to say that I mean, I don't. I honestly don't think Bayern will get him until the summer, at least. Um, but I can still see see him coming to the Premier League. In all honesty, I don't know if he would go to Bayern. That's the thing.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of by Nick um, David Alaba has been linked with a move to Real Madrid. They offer him a five-year deal to sign. You know, as his contract is ending would he? would he fit the right move at Madrid, or do you think he should? He, he's still linked with move, move, a move to Liverpool. Where we, do you think Liverpool could pip him? Pip Real Madrid, or do you think Real Madrid got, got the upper hand?
3: Um, it's an interesting one because we I mean, know obviously both teams have quite a bit going for them. Um, although in saying that, you know, Real Madrid something not seem to seem the same in recent years. Um. Yeah, I think probably to be honest, I think it would be quite more of an opportunity from, as you see, Liverpool as opposed to Real trend
2: mm-hmm. Like I said, Douglas, is, it's a, it's a tough de- decision for Al, but Would he, where would he fit Alopo when you have a very good left back in Andrew Andy Andy Robertson? You know, what's his best precision?
0: I mean, he's not getting a look in the left back as of Alfonso Davis. Um, look, I think I think the thing is Alaba is a very good signing for somebody, but his wages will be a lot. Um, and I think Liverpool have a bit of a wage structure, like compared to other clubs. So, look, I think Real Madrid's a great move for him. I think he'll do well at Madrid, but I don't really think we were in for him in all honesty.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um- Josh King has been moved removed to Burnley, he's also West Ham and West London monitoring situation. and um, this is the thing, Douglas, as well, because Berlin are being taken taken over by L O K and they wanna try get some players which I try to do. King's out of contract in the summer, but it sounds like this move could happen for him. Yeah, I mean I mean like look
0: looking at uh... As you say, I mean Real Madrid. They're a funny, they're a funny wee club. They're a funny wee club with the fact that they, they seem to buy players and then move them on very very quickly. Um, but as 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 we said, Alaba is a definitely good signer for Real Madrid.
2: Yeah, absolutely, indeed, absolutely, indeed. Um, like I said, Josh King Douglas. Do you think he will go to Burnley, or do you think West Ham and? Definitely need a strike at West Ham. King to West Ham or Burnley? Uh, I don't
0: really know. Um, I think he'll go to West Ham. I don't see him going to Burnley.
2: Was it because what's the reason? More, more, more money, wages, or more playing time? I would say more playing time. Okay, and looking at other transfer news, um, Fiat Tamari has now officially signed at AC Milan on loan deal, with a view to buy for twenty five million pounds. Nick Tamari, you know, he needs to try get back in the England squad. Right move him to go to Milan.
3: Yeah, I see me on. I think it would be quite it would be quite tempting, you know, for them there just because you know, especially since there's a lot of opportunity there at, at the moment. When you look, um, yeah, and you have been playing recently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: We'll talk more about Chelsea later on because it's, it's an interesting article I read it in the Athletic. I, I think Douglas has seen as well about Chelsea could look at Julian Nagelsmann or another German manager. So we'll talk more about it in a bit. We'll have a quick short break, we'll talk about some results from the Premier League this past week as well So you guys go get yourself a drink, you know, relax yourself and we'll talk more Uh, Coming up next, it is from Christine, no, actually I'm going to leave one of that song The song from the weekend, repeat after me, don't go anywhere 20 to 4 here I hope everyone is in looking after themselves having a good time and you know, safely as possible <laughs> and Douglas will come on to the Premier League results from this week we need to start off with Chelsea Frank Lampard is under pressure the last 2-0 to Leicester this past week is this a worry now for Lampard if he does not win the next few games that his time is over at Stamford Bridge <laughs>
0: 100% 100% I think I saw from who was it one of the Bayern reporters on um, Twitter saying that Allegri is out of the running so it's now between Thomas Tuchel Julian Nagelsman, and I think I saw Ralph who will be mentioned as well so um Look, I think Lampard's, Lampard's on borrowed time. Uh, I think he's got this weekend, and I think he's probably got the Wolves game. If they don't win both of those games, I think that will be that for Lampard.
2: Nick, Lampard has been under pressure from the club. They spent over £230 million this season. If you're spending that kind of money, does that really put the manager under pressure when I don't think this was his side in at
3: all Well yeah I, I, I'd definitely say so And yeah, I'd definitely agree with Douglas you know, If he doesn't get a result at Wolves you know, It could pretty much be the end of his time In charge of Chelsea and, But yeah when you look at the recent results You know, they've just, they've just had such a massive slump I know they had to win against the film, But they're, they're just not looking They're looking kind of worse for the way At the moment aren't they? And,
2: mm-hmm, Absolutely like I said Goals from have, uh, Wolf and Nature and James Madison just put Just put on a plate for Chelsea this season And Nick Like I said With Timo Werner and Kai Havertz Have really not hit the heights As the they, they, they did last season in the Bundesliga Do you think that's affected them Because it's the way Lampard's tactics as well You know Not picking his best 11 at the moment
3: Yeah, I, 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 I like you see, I think if Hartley isn't picking his best eleven, really, isn't helping Mark as much at all. And yeah, again, when you, you know, even if you know if you sound players, you know, like Kai Havertz, if you know if players aren't in your best eleven, it's going to make it much harder, you know, to get the best out of, out of these players. Yeah,
2: exactly. And um, Douglas, really good win for Leicester. They're really are putting the pressure for that title race, aren't they?
0: I mean the thing is like if you look at what Sky have been saying and they've been saying like Manchester City Manchester United mm. Liverpool nobody has mentioned Leicester City as a potential title contender the fact that Vardy's injured is going to be a blow however I think they've got enough to continue what they're doing I mean Tillemans in midfield and I mean and Didi Walford indeed. Does he ever score like simple goals? They always seem to be absolute crackers, don't they? Yeah. Um, so you have to say that Leicester are definitely in the title race. I will safely say that. Um, but they do have some tough games coming up. Um, but that was Brendan Rodgers' first win as uh, over Chelsea as a manager as well. So. That's been a long time coming for sure, but has, uh, yeah. But no, I think I think Leicester have been fantastic, and also the fact is that indeed goal was fantastic. Madison looks a different player this season.
2: Yeah. Oh, he looks different, and Nick as well with Leicester just going places. The guy new train 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 guard opened last month, as well as you know with that. Bring players like elite players to Leicester. To what they've been doing over the last few years, and hopefully getting in, you know, the squad looks fantastic. But also the infrastructure as
3: well. Yeah, I think I was certainly. I just say, attract those elite players, and you know, the, you know, the distance has become a very attractive team to play for, and. Yeah, I think I think they're def. You know, like Leicester are definitely you know going in the right direction to keep you know, to keep themselves a foot as a big team.
2: Oh yeah,
0: they, I think they are now. I yeah, don't listen to what Adrian head. Durham was saying on TalkSport.
3: Yeah, I wouldn't tell him to see this.
0: <laughs> Did you see what he said about Leicester City?
3: No, he says I do know. that
0: when, when Vardy retires, Leicester City will become a yo-yo club. So they'll be up and coming up and down from the Premier League.
2: No. What absolute no, nonsense. No, no so, And then he tried so, to say
0: that he... Tiago Nah,
2: no. Nah, nah,
0: he nah. also tried to say Tiago is, is like uh we've gone from heavy metal football to what was it? Lift lift music or something? Honestly. I don't really I don't really pay attention to what talk sports saying, especially Adrian Durham.
3: Yeah. Where is he getting this from? I don't know.
2: Lad. That's what he is.
0: Mm. yeah, that's,
2: that's quite big mate that's quite big yeah, absolutely indeed um, West Ham winning 2-1 against West Ham I'm, I'm choosing that and like I said Nick, West Ham looking so much better under David Moyes, he's got, like I said like, like, like Arsenal the gap within the deadwood, like Sabasa Ali, these big signings have not paid dividends, you're looking at them now, they look so much more better, aren't they
3: Yeah, like you said, they're just, they're just still, um, they're still looking a bit better from, from what they were before and definitely, definitely quite a bit of improvement's been made there.
2: Absolutely. And Douglas, you surprised how David Moyes is trying to run the club. I think there was talks about, because there's no fans today, there's been less pressure, they can play as they can, you know, express themselves a lot more than they used to do. Is that a big positive step? And Players like Jared who signed for twenty million pounds, not like a big sign like Sebastian Allier, who's now at Ajax. What a transformation it has been for West Ham.
0: I think I think the fact is they've kept Moyes um, you know, obviously the, the board's gonna be the big problem with West Ham. But you have to say that they're actually doing very well. Now whether or that whether or not that is going to be the case for for them later on this season is another really matter. But what they have managed to do is they've managed to just get a winning formula again. Um, and look I think obviously having Antonio back is as absolutely key and you know I think you know, looking at the fact that they obviously won against West Brom, you know, they they played very well in the West Brom game and it's only going to get it's all going
2: to get better. I mean, they've got us at the, the end of the month anyway. They'll fancy their chances because they're on a good run at home. Oh, yeah, huge. Absolutely good good run as well. And, Nate, for West Brom, another defeat after, you know, they've won, well, the last game, the, the beat Wolves in that But West is derby. You know, do you really worry for Sam Allardyce because the signing is, is not... He's trying to get plays in, but... Issues with the Brexit, you know how Brexit affected transfers. Do you worry for West Brom more now because it's just you know they thought beating walls would get them on a on a winning run, but you know like I said, they just West Ham stopped them again.
3: Yeah, of course, I definitely worry for reform form just looking you know, at of recent results and. Yeah, oh yes, I think they're really, really going to have to try and pull their socks up, you know, you know, if they want to get a decent finish this season.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, on, on the other game on Wednesday, Wednesday night, um, Nick good win for Manchester now, winning two one against Fulham. really worked, really work, really hard against your team. But Cavani and Papa, is, is, is this Papa's huge season for him? You know, to try to prove himself that he, he can bring the Premier League title to all Trafford.
3: Yeah, I think it definitely is, you know, and like I say if he can help help pay us to deliver the Premier League title, and then I think like you said, I'd definitely you definitely prove himself there that he'd be, be worthy of keeping. But um, yeah, I, like I like I say, as long as he can continue with that that improving his attitude like that and then, you know, I would definitely keep him. But again, like you say, still has to sort of Prove himself, um, but but yeah, like you say that definitely, definitely good on over over film there, um, I don't I don't and, and 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 saying that I've I've got to admit I I was a bit I'm a bit concerned for form since film got that, that early goal go pretty quickly, but but well, wins a win and I, f- I think you know you know the this I think we're we're getting there, but just but I guess I should really, really hope for us to keep this up in the long run.
2: Yeah absolutely um, Do you think Cavani will sign a longer term Contract as well Nick? Because I know he signed a one year deal And you know he's come back and his Three match ban Do you think he, if he Pays dividends which he is doing at the moment Being a game changer Do you think you can extend his contract for another year or two
3: Well, yeah, we I mean, like you see if if he can keep up with uh, you know good work on the pitch and and, and yeah, I think there's a good chance he could probably sign a, a longer contract. Um, but and, yeah, like you say, like you say, this came back from that band and you know, I certainly hope, certainly hope that he had learned his lesson from from what he had done. Anyway, yeah,
2: yeah, and Douglas, a good win for Manchester City, winning two 0 against Aston Villa. We have to talk about the the first goal, um, very controversial, was. Was that the right rule for Man City's goal to be allowed to stand?
0: That rule is an absolute joke. The offside rule is an absolute joke. And the thing is, look at the offsides from last week's game against Manchester United and Liverpool. Somebody is going to get seriously, seriously injured if if they're not careful.
2: Mm -hmm. And like I said, it was all. And off. also, the yeah.
0: Manchester, the Manchester City first, Manchester City first goal is an absolute joke. The fact that like I guy said, a new phase of play, but it's poor defender on Aston Villa's part. Mings should have cleared it. If he, if he knew that Roger was behind him, he should clear it. Um, but I mean, look, you know, you know, we've seen goals that have been offside this season. You know, like manny against Everton. You know that wasn't allowed we've um, had a you know, foot toe and nail offside from last season Tottenham against Sheffield United it's, it's a joke it's an absolute joke and on another day that would be mandatory offside considering that Roger's coming from an offside position as well absolute hmm. joke and Dean Smith was absolutely correct in what he said um, as well, it's
2: farcical Yeah, yeah Nick does the off-side, offside rule need to change again because like like Douglas said it was very it was a joke it's a joke at
3: the moment, isn't it? Yeah, I, t- I, t- I totally agree with Douglas. It's, it's just completely farcical the way that it's been run at the moment and it's you know it's become more and more confusing. So yeah, I, I think I think you know changes to the show definitely need to be made.
2: What 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 would be i know to to both of you. What would be the best rule to make the offside more simpler, but more not confusion? Everyone can understand. Douglas, I will go to you first.
0: Just we just need, we just need. Um, if it's offside, then just tell us that it's offside. Don't let the play go two, three, four, five seconds after that. Because as I said, someone's going to get seriously injured, so they're going to have to get to put the flag up more um, earlier than usual.
2: Nick,
3: yeah, I've, I've, got, I've got to totally agree with that because it would, it would I think, mean, it would make it much more straightforward and and, and easier to understand as opposed to how, it, how it's currently being enforced at the moment.
2: Yeah, I, I, for me, I'm going to say. Probably is the right thing. The need to make a change because I don't think it's been working properly at all. I think since the year has come in, it's made the offside rule more confusing every single time. And the the law makes needs to simplify or make it radical. Where one, like Douglas said, the needs to straight offside, not four or five seconds after when the there is, you know. Attempt outside. If it's outside, flag it. Oh, don't wait four five 5 seconds till the end of the play. So, like I said, Douglas is right with that one. And Douglas will come to the last games this week from the Premier League. Arsenal winning three against Newcastle. Aubameyang getting two goals. How huge is that for him? Because it felt, you know, it's been it's had it tough a tough few weeks. And like I say, he's 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 paying back the dividends like this contract that he signed
0: Massive absolutely massive considering that you know he's not been in great form um, he he had I think this is his longest bar and run anyway without without scoring but I have to say from an Arsenal point of view it's a fantastic win from, from a Newcastle point of view I mean he got the team so wrong at the weekends against against Arsenal. Why do you play Craft at right back? That's one thing. And Jamal Lewis at left back. Both of them have not got a sense of defensive defensiveness about them. They're more attacking, you know, full backs. So that that was something that was really bad. He played Andy Carroll that looked like a he looked like he was in defensive midfield half the time. Something is not worth happening at Newcastle right now, and I honestly, you know, Steve Bruce got the dread of all confidence the other day. I don't see him lasting any longer in the new in the Newcastle job, and I'm being honest with you.
2: Yeah, uh, Nick, b- uh, before we come, you can we'll, we'll, before you you say something about new, Newcastle. One player has made a turnaround for the for Arsenal the last few weeks is Emile. Emile Smith-Rowe he went on a loan last season in Torres League and it proved dividends for Hudson to stay up last season is he now proving that he's making a huge difference for Arsenal at this moment because his form he's assisted the goal again he's been tremendous you know Smith-Rowe
3: yeah I think I think he's definitely you know, make, make, making that much needed difference for Arsenal I mean like, like you say, when you look at this how they've struggled this season, I, th- I think it really I think I think it really, it's really has made a difference and yeah, generally his impact's clearly been felt at the moment
2: Yeah, and Douglas, was that the right move for Smith or going to Arsenal? you know really played really well for us over the last season, coming back to Arsenal a lot more confident than he was before
0: He's turned his career around at Arsenal. Let's put it that way. Um, looked like a youngster was on his way out, but I tell you something: the loan move to Huddersfield definitely worked out for for sure. Um, You'll know, have the the Curly Brothers to thank for that as well. Um, yeah, look, I think yeah, M. L. Smith Rose has been absolutely fantastic. Very harshly sent off, but obviously you know VAR intervened in that. So yeah, he's he's uh, he's taking his chance and. You know, you've got others like Reese Nelson and Eddie and Nketiah who really haven't. So, that's going to be really interesting to see what is actually going to, um, you know, happen for for, 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 for sure. But M.L. smith row has been fantastic for Arsenal recently.
2: Yeah, yeah, as well. And even Thomas Pike getting his first assist for Arsenal as well, for the first goal as well, indeed. Gentlemen, we'll have a break because we're going to talk about your boys, Liverson getting a draw against Celtic and we'll have to talk about what happened with Neil Lennon with the press conference. We'll talk more about, about that. And coming up next we'll before we do the Scotch government announcement, we will play Kristen increase La Vita Novoa. Don't go anywhere. <laughs>
4: Me toqui con la tuara
1: strain of coronavirus is spreading more quickly than before so it's vital we act now. We must all stay at home. Only go out for essential reasons like exercise, if you need to care for someone or if you really can't work from home. Extended households remain in place. Only essential shops are open and you can now only meet one person from another household outdoors. It's essential we all play our part. Stay home, protect the NHS and save lives. For more information visit gov.scot
2: and that was Kristina to Lavi, Tanoa, Frija, Callan, Pauli P- P- check And also, that was the message from the scope government. Please, um, please stay, stay at home, protect the NHS, and also keep to the social decision measures. Uh, we're now coming just after four o'clock here in Edinburgh. And gentlemen, we should talk about your boys. You know, what a good week. And drug, getting a 2-2 draw gets herself. You're you rubbing your hands there a tremendous result it's
0: just been the best couple of weeks for the board in Livingston it really has um, I mean it's been I think I think it's a shame that the fans haven't been there to see what's happened but I'll tell you something it has been a fantastic run for, for Livingston and to be honest with you, we were unlucky against Celtic at Parkhead um, very unlucky not to take all three points and then again on um, Wednesday against Celtic, at, you know the Tony Macaroni. I mean, we absolutely dominated from start to finish. I mean, I, I know I know Celtic got their goals, etc., but they looked really timid. I don't know if it's like the lack of obviously training, lack of like playing time for these players, but Celtic. I think they conceded. I don't know. I don't know that it's fifty percent of their games this season they've conceded from a set piece. That is not Celtic and. Um what made it what made it funnier was the fact that, you know, Jamie Emmanuel Thomas probably like, I know he I know he scored against Kilmarnock, etc., but I think that's his first home goal. I could be wrong in that, but great finish from him. Great to see Kieran Brown on the score sheet. I think it was his first goal as well. Um but you have to say that we were unlucky to, you know, not get all three points and Scott Brown uh, reminded me of Steven Gerrard against Manchester United. Actually, um, when he when he came on for 38 seconds, he was sent off. Scott Brown comes on, I think, th- 79th minute, and then gets sent off in the 83rd minute. And I don't even think he touched the ball either. And his first his first action is to, you know, get um, Cabia in the uh, in the privates. Let's put it that way. And uh, Willie he call him and he got sent off.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um- Nick, really good result for Levison but for Celtic, you know, another points drop again, you know. Is Neil Lennon really under pressure? I will play the clip of his outbursts as he did this week earlier but do you worry about Celtic at the moment?
3: Yeah, definitely an excellent result for us against in uh, Celtic, but Yeah, I think Neil Lennon, as you say, very much is under pressure at the moment. And, you know, if they can't turn Celtic around soon, then I really can't see him lasting to the end of the season, in all honesty.
2: Yeah, we have to play that press conference. Douglas, we know Axel Douglas' reaction to it. And this is what you guys need to hear. And it was laughable. I wouldn't say laughable, but we will discuss this as well. Please have a listen to what Neil later said.
5: It's not a stag, do. It wasn't 1830, even though it's been portrayed like that. We went out there with the best intentions. The lads had one day off. They got into Dubai at seven in the morning and they're entitled to a bit of downtime. It's not as if they were doing a conga in a dressing room, dancing to Baccarat, or travelling up and down a train journey from London to Glasgow with COVID. So I think we've been harshly treated. Well, I want to apologise to our supporters for the fallout it shouldn't be Peter that had to do it it should have been me it was my decision yeah. Went along with the backroom team the medical staff sports science to go with the best intentions for the benefit of the team going forward for the second half of the season I apologise because unfortunately we had one player pick it up again we'll have to look at that and see what happened my, my apologies to the fans because 16 13 players and three staff had to isolate for 10 days, which is ludicrous. I'm not apologising for anything else. I'm not apologising for going out there and training for a week. We flew out on the Saturday. The country went into full lockdown on the Monday. You can't tell me the government didn't know that we were going into full lockdown before we flew out on the Saturday. I don't know what you want me to say. Everybody's negative. The whole squad's negative, bar two players. Out of, I think that's. Remarkable. And I think it totally blows out of the water the way the trip, the way the the training camp has been portrayed by certain quarters of the media, by certain pundits, and by certain government officials as well. We did not abuse any privilege. We did the right things. We were absolutely totally professional. We had a little drink in the afternoon on a day off, completely allowed. No law breaking yet. No, we come back to this barrage of absolute hypocrisy.
2: Wow, I have to admit, watching that press conference all over, over and again, I'm like, well. And Douglas, I know you'll laugh in the background, and I know it's funny to you, but on a serious note, if Celtic, if Celtic was get got this trip approved too most of them by, by the Scottish Government do you think it's just itself to the blame or do you think it's a, it's a collective blame as well with the government officials you know, not telling them to, 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 to cancel the trip in the first place before we were about to fall down
0: I mean have you seen a man that looks like he is under pressure and about to lose his job, I mean that that's what, that's what came across with that rant Um Honestly, I I thought it was absolutely ridiculous what he was saying about the government, about, like you know, pundits, etc. The fact that he's trying to justify the fact that he was going to Dubai in the midst of a pandemic, I mean, come on. And the fact that Christopher Julian, who's out for four months, decides to go to Dubai, gets the virus when he comes back, honestly, it just really, really angered me because... I've not seen my I've not seen my fiance for like since um, New Year's Day, and the fact that they think it's the right to go to Dubai in the midst of a pandemic I mean, I as you can see I was absolutely seething with rage and I was really angry as well so the fact that he's tried to justify it is absolutely ridiculous.
2: It may even be ridiculous, but do you think the Scottish government has a lot to blame? It was their joint response. Response committee group approved this trip in November, in November. Do you think they had a part to blame when they just said to the Scottish FA and SPFL, Look, no, we don't think it's right for you to go to this trip? Should the Scottish government have done more as well to stop that trip happening? 100%
0: hundred percent.
2: Nick, your comments on this situation do you think it's Celtic have got so much of take largely the blame but it also do other officials also have to take part of the blame as well
3: well yeah i mean i think it's ridiculous to you know that they're trying to claim that they've done nothing wrong because i mean yeah they really should be accepting responsibility for the mistakes you know and admitting that you know doing this like you say in the middle of a pandemic is just completely and utterly unacceptable
2: but do you think, like I said, the Scottish government has themselves to blame as well when they should have done more to not approve it? Well, they did approve of the trade in November. Why did they not do no, 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 enough to cancel it? Yeah,
3: I think they've definitely got a lot to answer for. What you're saying, you know, they certainly only have themselves to blame for what's going on because of the fact that they, you know, they. They bizarrely decided to approve this thing, you know, despite the obvious dangers that are out there.
2: Yeah, and like I said, Nate, what's the future for Lennon? Do you see him gone by the end of the season?
3: Well, yeah, as I said earlier, you know, for Lennon, I mean, if, if they can't turn things around soon, then I think, you know, he you, really you know, could be at risk of going by the end of the season. Douglas?
2: Anymore to say on this is because, like I said, it is laughable, and like I said, Celtic have a lot to blame for themselves. But you can't single them out. There's other people who approve the trip to be blamed as well.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I'm not going to say anything else on the matter. But we do have some breaking news coming in. Um, Arsenal are weighing up a move for Southampton left back Ryan Bertrand, according to reports.
2: Wow. Okay. Wow! It? Wow! Is it is 13 now, isn't it? So, hmm.
0: mm-hmm. I wonder if this is to replace Kolasinac.
2: I think it will be because the, the guy no other left back because T D is the only <laughs> recognised left back they have. So you know, so yeah,
0: yeah. Southampton will want Southampton to sell because they've, they've they've given themselves in a very good position. So that would that would be amazing if that move. Uh, happened but I would probably say that they probably have got someone lined up anyway.
2: Oh, yeah. So I found to always ask someone lined up. They're really good at that business side of things. I've, I've always trusted them doing that kind of business as well. So I do applaud that as well. And um, we're gonna come from with last week's games in the Premier League I we'll have to talk about Leeds United Douglas, you know, they lost one 0 to Brighton. I have to admit January is our blue Monday. We always struggle in January for some reason. What does BLC have to do at the moment?
0: Well, I mean, there's not really much he can do, apart from motivating his own players. Um, I watched the game. So did I. I think the fact that Melia missed the game was a big factor, um, because you looked... I don't think that defence can trust Kassir In all honesty I thought Brian were terrific And I i hate to be proved proven right But I did actually predict 1-0 Brighton
2: Yeah, I know you do I know you do Let me just come with that I think Casilla didn't have much to blame for the goal I think Alien, Alien should have done better And not let his let, let, you know, Trussan be unmarked Okay, I think that was, was a lot to blame But like I said, there was no energy, there was no juice for us and like I said, when I spoke to Leighton after the game, and my dad as well we both, Leighton was a bit more like what can we do, because we should have played straight in defence, rather than, you know because, like I said, when you when you mix around, it doesn't work and I know Laurente is coming back because of his injury, he's, he's done well and in the end of the trophy, game he gets no, he's got a one to go, but like you said, Douglas, it's a bit of a worrying time for us at the moment because, like I said, January is, for us. January has always been an inconsistent month.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and I think, I think looking at your like next wee run of fixtures, it's not easy.
2: No, it's not easy, and especially as well, we're just getting our pitch dug out for a new temporary hybrid pitch, and I think. Late in the summer, we should have a new drainage system as well as a new pitch permanently. You know, it, it, it's like I said, this you know, the game against Newcastle, Newcastle and Southampton well, against Southampton is more important at the moment because we need because after we come back from our break, we need to, to, to start from the way it go. Because, like I said, it has been tough and is it you know, definitely room to improve. And Nick, really good win for Brighton and Graham Potter. You know, he stuck to his guns like he always does, and you know, picked up the free points at Ellen Road.
3: Yeah, and oh, uh, sorry, uh, uh, Brighton, you're getting put I feel he's done a, a, an excellent job, you know, he's, he, he, you know and, yeah, he's, he's really, really, done well to keep, you know, to keep brightening up and to keep him in a good position there. Um and yeah, I remember when he was first appointed. I think quite a few of us thought it was a bit of a gamble they took, but it seems to have paid off so far. Mm. Oh
2: well, exactly. Is you know the six-year contract he signed last like, last season. You know people were questioning that as well. They were a bit post that form, but getting that win from Douglas is, is is now they're now five points ahead of Fulham. You know in the rele- relegation battle. How important is that for for Brighton this season?
0: Yeah, um, <clears throat> sorry. I, sorry, I, you're a wee bit. I, I, I don't know what it is, but someone is being delayed on on here. Uh, I, like, I could only just hear that. What, sorry about that. What were you? No, saying? no,
2: worries. that's why I know we always had delay issues. So I was saying that was a huge win for Brian. You know, they're now five points ahead of Fulham in the relegation battle. Is this the defining moment for them to stay up the season?
0: Do you know what do you know what I, I said I said this last night on a on a match preview with um, Rich Sports and I said that Brighton are one of those teams that can win away at Leeds, but then another week they can lose to Wolves, Burnley, you know, they could they could easily like they could like they've they've got a knack of doing that and I actually think that they're way too inconsistent Fulham I know they'll lose games but they look more of a threat going forward than Brighton do in all honesty so I think that Brighton yeah five points clear of Fulham is is very very good but if Fulham get a couple of wins then they're right back into it and the thing is don't count off Newcastle being relegation candidates very soon either. The way mm. they're going.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that is interesting to see in the next few weeks. Well, towards the end of the season as well, completely. Um. Also, in other the news, Douglas, um, Cardiff is going to be set to name Mick McCarthy as the new manager after the second of Neil Harris. Is that the right move for Cardiff to get someone who's had experience in the championship?
0: No. <laughs> why are you? Why are they getting rid of? Neil? I get the fact they're getting rid of Neil Harris, and I know, I know for a fact that like I've got I've got Cardiff City friends, um, BBL and uh, Nathan Morgan, who appear on Nathan Morgan appears on the on my podcast every Monday, and he was saying something very interesting last night that he would be one of the ones that they would what he would want to avoid. So the fact that, you know, they're going for Mick McCarthy uh, what was their ambition? Is their ambition to stay up? It must be. Because the thing is, Matt McCarthy did well in Ipswich. But he didn't do well at Apple and Nicosia. No. You know, he he was he was out very, very quickly. Didn't do great at Republic of Ireland again. So that has to be said that there is gonna be I don't think the Cardiff City fans will be happy, to be honest with you. I really, really don't. I, I think it's a good move in all aspects of trying to stay up, but I don't think the Cardiff City fans will be happy to hear that news.
2: No, Nick, do you agree with what Douglas said with that?
3: Yeah, i d- I'll definitely agree with you because uh, you know, I certainly I, I, Cardiff fans, you know, would would really much prefer that sort of scenario to happen.
2: Yeah, I I was shocked with the sake. I know he's had five five defeats, fair enough. Mm. But he got to the playoffs last season. Last season to final he got to the playoffs last season. So I don't get the why this is happened. I really don't. So it shook me as well. But is Mick McAfee the right person? Short term wise, yes, to to get make sure kind of stale. But long term wise, I don't think so. I don't think he will be. You know, they need a long term manager who can get that club you know the, the style of play and you know make them tough to be tough to be beat. You know, so to quite honest with you, you're right, it's gonna it's, it's it's a huge gamble that Cardiff has taken on completely. It's a huge gamble, yeah.
3: Definitely a massive, massive gamble that they're taking. And... I oh, hope for your sake that it'll pay off, but yeah, it's, it's certainly quite a risk, isn't
2: it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely a huge risk as well. Um, gentlemen, we'll take a break and we'll just get ourselves a few minutes. So, coming up next, we've got Nelly Fittardo, Promiscuous, Dougal, in
4: I was at a loaf of words first time that we spoke You're looking for a girl that'll treat you right You're looking for in the dead time with the light You
6: might be the type if I play my cards right I'll find out by the end of the night
4: You expect me to just let you hit it But will you still respect me if you get it?
6: Well, all I can do is try, give me one chance It's a problem, I don't see the ring on your hand I'll be the first to admit it I'm curious about you, you seem so innocent
4: You wanna get in my world, get lost in it But I'm tired of running, let's walk for a minute Miss you is dead Whatever you are Come on along but we is dead, but it's still kinda
6: cute I can't keep my mind off you Where you at? Do you mind if I come through?
4: I'm out of this world, come with me to my planet Get you on my level, do you think that you can handle it?
6: They call me Thomas, last name Crown Recognize gang, I'm a lay-bys down
4: I'm a big girl, I can handle myself But if I get lonely, I'ma need your help Pay attention to me, I don't talk for my
6: help. I want you on my team So
4: does everybody else
6: Maybe we can keep it on the low Let your guard down, ain't nobody got it low. If you were a girl, I know a place we can go <laughs> What
4: kind of girl do you take me for? I miss you girl, whatever you are, come on. All-
6: I can see you with my t-shirt on
4: I can see you with nothing on Feeling on me before you bring that on
6: Bring that on, you
4: know what I mean
6: Girl, I'm a freaky you shouldn't say no I'm
4: only tryna get inside of your brain See if you can work me the way you say
6: it. It's okay, it's alright I got something that you don't like
4: oh, Is it the truth or are you talking trash? Is the game MVP like Steve Nash?
6: The girl,
4: whatever you are
2: Is featuring Timberland. Um coming now nearly to half four here in Edinburgh. Um gentlemen, I bet we get some more football news to talk about. We have to talk about Kevin De Bruyne, Douglas, out for six weeks. Is that a huge away for my City? We talked about it earlier. Massive blow. Massive blow.
0: Um,
2: they're probably best assists
0: and creator as well. Um, yeah, I think I think it's a big blow. I think it's a massive blow for uh, for Manchester City, but the thing is with Man City, they've got the depth to, you know, contain like to like they've got they've got the depth to to deal with that. But, uh, but yeah, missing De Bruyne is, is absolutely massive, massive blow for Manchester City for
2: sure. Absolutely, and like I said, as as well, Nate. With earlier on we talked about Zizou, he's tested the positive for COVID nineteen. He will miss the La game game uh, for against Alves this weekend. Is that huge as well that he's not going to be there this weekend to fit, to manage his side?
3: Yeah, I think I think as as you, say, as you say, definitely definitely good to see manager manage side there. Um, yeah, I think I think it will be it'll be interesting to see how this goes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um other football news as well. We'll catch up with the Friday team news with Manchester City. Um, like I said, we hear that Leicester are gonna, you know, face a strong team against Bradford again, Douglas, you know, is that the right call from Rogers rather than playing a weakened squad?
0: Yeah, I think I think it is, considering that, you know, they've got some big games coming up as well. Um Brentford against Leicester will be a fantastic cup tie um, you know they played played I think FA Cup two maybe one two years ago I think it was yeah. and I think it was only 1-0 to uh, you know, Leicester City that day so new stadium as well um, I think Brentford will pass their chances to be honest I think uh, I think it'll be a good game I could probably just see Leicester sneaking that one but it'll be a very interesting game for sure
2: absolutely indeed Um Gentlemen, we need to talk about some news from yesterday that FIFA have said that if players that competes in this proposed European Super League will be banned from international competitions. FIFA had a joint review, joint um, statement along with the six federations You know that it would not be recognised. Recognized. And Nick, is this a strong statement from FIFA and UEFA and CAF as well as the other associations, confederations, to say... You know, like we're not letting this happen at all.
3: Yeah, definitely a very strong statement and def- definitely a very much needed one, I would say, you know, to, you know, to, to, to stamp this out.
2: Douglas, you want to say more on this because I think you have a lot to say when Liverpool and like was linked with this UP Super League, now with FIFA and the Sixth Confederation have come, on that, come out saying that will not recognise this league at all and it won't maybe be FIFA approved. Was this the right call from the Syrian Confederations?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um I've said I've said for a while now that a European Super League shouldn't happen. And I'm glad that they've managed to, you know, take steps to ensure that doesn't happen anyway. Um I was amazed I was amazed to be honest when I heard when I heard about this, but I'm glad that they finally came to some common sense, for sure.
2: Do you think this statement was a little bit late as well, Douglas? Because could this have said something, something at the start? Or do you think it was the right time for them to wait to hear these proposals a lot more and then have a say on that?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think I, I think also the fact is that like when, when the talk of the European Super League was talked about, they should have came out and said something by then. Well, the fact that they've now come out and said it because of obviously the threat of it happening and the threat of the the um, you know World Cup. I mean, you know, banned players from the World Cup. I mean, that 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 would be something for sure. So big big warning. But um, you know, I don't I don't see that European Super League happening now for no honesty.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think it's probably right from the right thing that now put their foot down FIFA and like I said if they do this FIFA will not prove it so I think that it's the right thing to to go forward completely as well Um, we'll talk about some gossip news some transfer news because we've got probably a week and a half to go now you know
0: Scottish Scottish League Cup semi-finals
2: yes we do actually before we go there we do have a Scottish League huge weekend isn't it Douglas you know I totally forgot about that because the last time we spoke about that was was after November, November something like that so yeah yeah, take it away.
0: Yeah, big big weekend. I mean, it's probably the biggest weekend of you know Livingston's career since probably two thousand and four um, league cup final. Um, we haven't been St Mirren all season, so this is a good time to to do it. And Hibson and Johnston and the other one. I mean, you know, we've beaten we've beaten both of them this season, and you know, we've just we just beat we we actually just beat Hibbs as well. So. Uh, I'm confident going into the game. Um, I think the fact that it's Sunday as well gives the players a little bit more time, and you know, obviously the fact that they, um, you know, you know played Celtic on the on the Wednesday. But yeah, I'm I'm very very confident. Uh, hopefully, hopefully the Lions can go through. Um, and yeah, we'll see see what uh, see what happens in the other semi.
2: Yeah, um, Nick, do you think if Liverpool t- will beat Saint Mary in semi final? Do you think it's a chance that you can win the League Cup this year? Oh
3: well, yeah, I'd definitely like to think so. You know, since it's just been in great form at the moment, um don't want to jinx it, of course. But, um, yeah, if we can keep well where we're going, then, yeah, I think we'll definitely have a good chance. But, yeah, some, some tough opposition in there in there, though.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Set room as well. You know, did really well to beat wow i have to say beat rangers as well so you know and also go and technology will make its debut this weekend in the semi-finals as well so we'll see how that goes you know because i know it was installed in the scottish cup for last season so yeah interested in this one this is the first time it's been used in the SPFL run competition so We'll see how that works this weekend for the semi-finals, indeed. And Douglas will go to the other game, say, Johnson, play Hibs tomorrow as well. Hibs, you know, being a a bit of Apache form, is this probably the right time that they need to get something to to kickstart their top three campaign this season? Yeah, it's a, it's a massive game. Considering that the, you know, the fact that
0: Hibs haven't, you know... <sighs> Hibs haven't been The great And the greatest Of form um, So You know They're going to have to Find a way to To win um, But They've got history Against St Johnson That um, You know uh, No sorry It's Kamara Sorry It's Kamara I keep getting those two Mixed up But Yeah um, Yeah I think You know honestly Hibs, Hibs will be big favourites For that game But You know Good luck to Callan Davidson And you know First semi-final As the manager So very very best of Luck to him <laughs>
2: Yes, absolutely, indeed, absolutely, indeed. Um, like I say, boys, we got the FA Cup this weekend as well. Charlie face Wolves tonight. Nick, Charlie really been fantastic in the FA Cup. Do you think this is going to be a bit too strong for them playing against a good Wolves side after you know they coming off from a, from the Black Country derby? Do you think this is a time for Wolves to really go further in the FA Cup?
3: Well, yeah, I think Wolves, as you say, could definitely, it's definitely our time to go further in the FA Cup. Obviously, as you say, a very big game for Crawley here. Um, Crawley? Yeah, sorry. I think Wolves, you know, they have a well-balanced squad, and, you know, I think they certainly could do quite well in the season's FA Cup.
2: And Douglas, Crawley, really been fantastic, beating Derby 2-0, playing against a Premier League side like Wolves, who beat his semi a few years ago. Do, is, is Nuno really a bit under pressure after they got to the semi finals of the Europa League last season to try get a trophy at Molineux?
0: Um, I mean most fans of what I come from I think um, you know they don't actually have to worry about survival etc so I think also about the, the fact is that they don't really need to worry about you know going down either so yeah, I think I think Wolves fans want a cup run, but Charlie, to be to their credit, you know they're the only non-league side left in the competition. So good luck to them. Good luck to them this evening. It'll be a very good game, I think, against uh, against Wolves, and uh, you know they'll have to they'll have to be on their toes for sure because obviously Charlie beat Derby County in the last round. So good luck to them.
2: Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, Nick, um, huge game tomorrow for. Man City, they're Cheltenham. have been good as well this year. The FA Cup. Um, do you expect a full squad, full eleven, strength, full strong eleven from Pep, or do you think you will play one or two of these youngsters along with some with some of the first team tomorrow night?
3: Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he would give some of the youngsters a chance, but at the same time, I think he will probably go for more or less a full strength squad. You know, I mean, in, 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 in the sense, you know, as I said earlier, City have been bouncing back so I think it's going to want to capitalise on that by, you know, continuing to try and get them as far as possible. Yeah, yeah. And um,
2: Douglas, early lunch, lunchtime kickoff tomorrow in the FA Cup, Southampton against Arsenal. Arsenal want to retain the FA Cup game this year, don't they?
0: Absolutely. Um... What a tough place to go to as well, St Mary's Um, going to be a fantastic game I just think Arsenal though With their pedigree in the FA Cup And they love playing Southampton In the FA Cup as well Well, Let's don't forget about that Because the last meeting I think they won 5-0 At um, St Mary's So I'm going to go for them to just pit this one Probably by a goal to nil I think
2: yeah, um, other games in the fourth round. Basel at home to Norwich City. Blackpool away to Brighton. Um, Bristol City away down in Lund- London at Millwall. Sheffield United, their pool room continues in the Premier League. They're at home to play with Argyle. Swansea at home to Nottingham Forest. And Doncaster Rovers face-, face a triple way at the London Stadium to West Ham. And then Sunday's games. And Douglas, like I said, Chelsea at home to Luton Town. It's a must win game, isn't it, for Frank Lampard, isn't it? Like he said uh, like we said earlier on.
0: Massive. Absolutely massive, massive week from for Frank Lampard and Do you know what? I, I think I think they should win this one. Um I know Luton Town had a very good win against Redden in the last round, but Chelsea should should breeze through in that in that game, but that will not be an easy game for
2: sure. Yeah, yeah, as well. Uh, Brentford at home to Leicester City on Sunday as well. Half two. Uh, Fulham at home to Burnley. Another, uh, which is an all Premier League game. Then the huge one. And like I said, boys, Manchester United against Liverpool. And we're gonna talk more definitely about it with your predictions. And I'm gonna kick it off with Nick, and I'll uh, let Douglas come come after that. Nick, is this the most win for Manchester United to win on on, on Sunday against Liverpool?
3: Yeah, I I'd say definitely I must I must win there. Um you know, you know, as, as I say, especially because obviously, obviously um while we're tough with the league at league the moment, I mean it's obviously not guaranteed. So I think it's definitely vital to stay in as many cups as we can and well definitely a very tough one though. I mean obviously we had that no no draw at the weekend there. So yeah, definitely a very tough challenge for us there.
2: Yeah. Um
3: Douglas
0: Um, Yeah
3: I mean I mean
0: look It's It's obviously You know the biggest game In English football Or the fact that we're Meeting in the FA Cup As well Uh, I mean I I think Klopp will actually Go strong in this game Um, I think But We do have Spurs On the horizon Coming up So that's another one To wonder about But What I'm going to say Is I think I think we said earlier the last thing we need is extra time um, the last thing we need is penalty shoot as well um, I I think it'll be a more open game um, might be a bit of cagey at times as well but I don't know I've, I've actually funnily enough I actually predicted 2-1 United in my predictions but having thought about it I am going to go for a 1-1 draw and it pains me to say this but I think they'll go through on, on e- extra time or penalties
2: Nick
3: Give me your own Yeah, I mean I could see I I mean I mean possibly we could get for an extra time, but penalties I'm not too sure though, to be honest. Um it would depend, I suppose. Um but yeah, I think penalties would be very, very cost, very tight to call. Um I guess I, I, I guess um the reason I'm not too sure about penalties is on well, maybe I'm, I'm think I guess because 'cause I'm thinking back to the last World Cup. Or, I believe it was Russia, Spain. I remember if, you know, if the EOS performance was anything like it was in that penalty shoot, then then I would be concerned for our chances. But, but that said, obviously we'll have won penalty shoot of them before, but yeah, generally, though, like I say, I I think Liverpool overall when it comes to penalties would probably have a slightly better chance. Hmm,
2: interesting, yeah. It's going to be an interesting game, guys. It really is. And, Everton at home to Sheffield Wednesday. You know, and Everton, they need to have a decent cut run as well because the last few years have not been good enough. And then Monday's game, a huge one for Totspur. So they go up there, where, wake up and that is on, and we should know, the draw. I think on Sunday and Monday, am I right, Douglas, for the fifth round. Yeah,
0: that's- fifth round's already been made um, yes it is so, yes so. I mean I think they I, I, think they're gay. I think their game's on the 10th of February so you know you've not got much, well, not got much longer to wait for the for the fifth round but uh, Everton Sheffield Wednesday big big game uh, I fully expect Everton to go through and then obviously Bournemouth against uh, your conqueror's Crawley Town on Monday uh, as well you, you'll be hoping that <laughs> you can't even bear to look no Um I think I think Bournemouth should be Town in all honesty.
2: I hope so, Douglas. Because if the if if Matt, oh my God, if Mark Wright comes on and scores the winner, right, I'll be tearing my hair apart completely because <laughs> I can't believe <laughs> he came on the last minute when he beat when you when, he, when he beat it beat us three nil. I I can't take it. You're never gonna let that one down, are you? No. No, as a Leeds fan, I'm not going to let no one down. Oh, my God. We need to take one more break, guys. And I'm probably going to be a little bit longer one as well. (laughs) Coming up next is Gregory Porter, Liquid Spirit. We'll be back in the next few minutes.
1: hands now natural hand watch what happens when the people catch wind when the water hit the bank of that hard dry land
3: liquid spirit
2: to the last 10 minutes of the show and Douglas, do you, do you want to tell anyone what you just showed me just now on your iPad?
4: <laughs> Let
0: me see if I can find it again. Oh my I'm going to describe well, the picture. People know about these, obviously.
2: Yeah, I'm going to describe the picture to everyone.
0: People obviously, people obviously know about the Bernie Sanders uh, memes. <laughs> uh <laughs>
2: There's a picture of Bernie Sanders on a on a bus. Oh yeah! <laughs> oh, that <laughs> means so much crazy. It says,
0: "It says, as Windows as Windows must remain open on our services. Customers are reminded to dress warmly and to wear face coverings unless exempt when making an essential journey with us." hashtag be like
2: Bernie hashtag loading buses hashtag help us to help you oh that's classic that is so classic right there Oh, that meme, that meme is going to top what, what remember the last meme I remember was, was so funny Robert Mga- M- Mugabe when he fell off the steps and he was doing that you know yeah oh my god <laughs> oh well welcome back to the show we'll look at at least nine minutes left here... ...on Sam Radio, and, ...and what a good two hours worth to have... ...us three... ...and like I said Douglas... ...we might do some transfer window... ...quick fire questions... ...and I think you and Nick will get involved... ...and I will, you can ask me questions as well too... ...so we're going to time this... ...and I'm going to give it two minutes... ...before we go from eight minutes onwards... ...so as we got left... ...so the first thing is for you... ...question Douglas... Will Liverpool sign
0: a centre back in this window? Ah, uh, highly unlikely for me. Highly unlikely. I think we'll look more to the summer for sure.
2: Nick, will Manchester United do any more transfer business incomings this window?
3: Um, if you want us I also think it's going to be quite unlikely. Um, although in saying that, you know, I definitely, I definitely wouldn't mind you know another centre back for us is. As well, since I feel we've been needing you know a strong centre back for a while, and mainly just because you know I feel that like Victor Lindelof just just doesn't answer for us there. But I think yeah, chances are we'll probably look, look to get one in this in the summer. I'd imagine
2: yeah. Um Douglas, will Man sign a, a striker in this window, or do they wait till the summer? Uh, we're talking about this one though, no.
0: If we're talking about the summer yes I can see them signing a, a good striker I don't know who it's going to be but I don't think it's going to be Haaland I don't think it's going to be Haaland so I think it'd probably be Lukájovic maybe something like that
2: Nick will Leeds United sign a utility player that just so they can cover of Calvin Phillips yes or no
3: I think it's certainly possible. I mean, you know, I mean, I think at this stage of the season, it would def- definitely be. I think it definitely make perfect sense to bring some in. So I mean, yeah, I quite like the chances of you know, of you signing some utility players.
2: Douglas should Danny Ings sign a new contract at Southampton, Southampton, or do you think he will look for a new club either this window or this summer? I think he'll
0: go. I think he'll go to be honest I think he will probably do you know what I wouldn't be surprised if he ended up bending back up at us to be honest I really wouldn't
2: Nick will Arsenal get Martin Beauregard as well and do you think they will get another centre back after Socrates left yes or no
3: I think it's probably 50-50 whether they'll, they'll, get him, they'll, they'll get him or not because um, yeah I mean I think like Douglas said I think it was a good chance he could end up back at Liverpool but yeah I, th- I think like I say, I think it's kind of touching goal to be honest yeah
2: and as well do you we think Arsenal should sign a centre-back as well after let Sakowaitis go yes or no?
3: Uh, I'm going to say yes because I, I think they really have to you know when you, when you look at how they've been struggling at the back came for quite a while this season uh,
2: Douglas do you see more outgoings at Chelsea in this window or, or not? Uh, no I don't see any more outgoings at Chelsea uh, if,
0: if, if, any, if anybody else goes it'll be their There'll be will be other there'll be other like four thousand six hundred and fifty players that are out on loan right now, so uh, no, I don't see any other players going.
2: And Nick, do you see Birmingham signing two or more players in this window?
3: I think they probably will. I imagine to you know, you know to try and obviously improve their chances for survival in the Premiership. So yeah, I've seen them making quite a few signs before the window shuts.
2: And Douglas, will David Alba sign a new, that five-year contract with Real Madrid, or do you think he will extend his contract at Bayern Munich?
0: Uh, I think he'll go in the summer when um, he'll be a Bosman signing, so I think he will stay at Bayern Munich this season and then go to Real Madrid in the summer.
2: And finally, Nick, with this last question, do you see Lionel Messi extending his contract at Barcelona, or do you see him going under the busman' ruling?
3: You know, I actually think there could be a chance that he may fin- may finally leave Barcelona. You know, the, you know, this sense that there hasn't been quite the same there recently. So, I'm, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he actually ends up leaving.
2: And that is all the transfer quickfire questions and thank you gentlemen for that we've all got one more week to do a Transfer Window because it is done on Monday the 1st of February so yes thank you for doing that and like I said we are not got long to go, less than two minutes um, Douglas what's your key game of the weekend other than Manchester United Liverpool? Uh tonight Borussia Mönchengladbach versus Borussia
0: Dortmund
2: Really, a big game. What a derby as well. So, interested. And, Nick, from you, what is the key game this weekend in Syria?
3: In Syria, the key game this weekend, um, quite a few but um, but I think I'm, if I had to pick, I would say, you know what? I think Ace, I think uh, yeah, AC Milan. She's atalanta. Since both are quite high up the, in the table, obviously Milan we're at the top, and yeah, I think it could be quite a good one this time.
2: Absolutely, um, guys. It's, it's 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 been a pleasure as always. And thank you very much, You know, as usual, we will see each other again next week at the same time here on Sun Radio. If you have missed this show, please listen next Wednesday between five and seven PM for this two-hour replay. Um, like I said, we'll keep you guys up to date in the transfer market and like I said, please where you are, stay safe and protect your NHS or your med- your hospitals, wherever you are around the world. And one thing for- to say, and this is for Douglas and I know he's got American heritage as well. It is a new day for America. Things will change in time. Racism will be dead. It will take long if we work together we'll be united not divided.
4: Yeah.
3: Well said. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Very, very well said There.
2: Thank you very much. We'll see you in the same time next week. Take it for now. Bye-bye.
6: Sam Radio.